Hey. Hello. Hello, everyone. We are drinking on a blanket. We are your funky picnic pals, and we are here to talk to you about all things funky picnic and springtime and fun times and uh, friendship. Does that include, like, magical rainbows and unicorns and glitter and shit? Yes. As long as they're not scary unicorns, right? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Yes, please. No scary unicorns, please. That would be much appreciated. Absolutely. Uh, I'm using my phone as a webcam right now. This is a little peek behind the curtain. I know you guys want to know this. I'm using my phone as a webcam right now, and it's wireless. So I could could put it up up where I want it. Technology is a wonderful thing. It was just a little $8 app, you know what I mean? And now we're, <laughs> now this is where we are. And I'm trying to figure out where I could fit within the screen. I'm always sideways. But that's okay. You don't want to see me. You want to see the brewery. You want to everything. see everyone else. You want to see <laughs> the world. Everything and everyone. So, yeah, uh, we missed the past couple weeks. Um, and we are terribly, so terribly sorry about that. Um, we know you really missed us. We know so. you missed yeah. us. So <laughs> our apologies. We appreciate your patience and your patronage, and your—is there another p word I can say? Pa- patience, patronage, perception, and perception, <laughs> and permission, and permission <laughs> back into your lives again today, on March the March the 29th. That is the day that is today. So what we're going to do here is we are going to chat about what's going on here at the Funky Picnic. We're going to have ourselves a fun dandy little time. Uh, and then we are also going to be showing an interview that I shot earlier with Matt Reynolds of Celestial Beer Works. Not Brewing Company, mm-hmm. Beer Works. I get that wrong every time. <laughs> That's right. Every single time I get that wrong. Uh, but we are broadcasting to you live from Funky Picnic. We have people here with us. Um, the weather is beautiful outside. We have people joining us for Movie Monday. It's pretty gorgeous. Um, it couldn't get any better. It couldn't get any better. And so we're having ourselves just a lovely time. Uh, Deanna is at the bar. We will probably hear her at some point. <laughs> and, uh, she sang for us earlier. <laughs> she's She's got great uh, great pipes. Yeah. Great pipes. Today's uh, brought to you by the letter P. <laughs> today is brought to you by the letter P. <laughs> and at some point, maybe uh, maybe she'll hop on the Facebook and we'll we'll hear from her a little bit as well. But we can also hear from you. So if you would like to chime in with anything that we're talking about, uh, hop on the old Facebooks, and uh, I have never sounded like an older man in my life. Um, <laughs> but hop hop on Facebook and and you know chat to us. Amanda's going to be keeping an eye on the on the chat situation. So we'll see how well that goes. So we'll see how well that goes. I try, y'all. I really try. <laughs> yeah, there we go. So it's been uh, it's been a couple weeks. Uh, Amanda, how how are things? Pretty good, pretty good. Today we made our first reel. For Instagram, for the gram. So that was interesting. That's what we got Deanna to sing for. <laughs> so, sing yeah. For a reel. And I asked one of our servers, sweet Ashley, who is a little bit younger, that I was like, You're young. Do you know how to do this? Because <laughs> I literally have no idea. So, we'll see how this goes. But was I can now, was Ashley like, any help? No. She's like, I'm not that young. She turned 21. Or no, she turned 22 this year. So, like, how young do you have to be to know how to do these things? I don't really know. 
I would have said 22. <laughs> I guess we're wrong. I would have thought so as well. So, I don't know. I don't know. But we made it, and it's pretty great. The The sandwich was definitely riding the skateboard. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, it doesn't get better than that. Sandwich so, on the skateboard. Stay tuned tomorrow for that <laughs> exciting video exciting that news. probably will change your life. You heard it here first. <laughs> you heard it here first. Back to you, Bob. Have you uh, have you had any other uh, life changing things that have happened to you in the past three weeks? I got a little bit more hippie. <laughs> I want to hear all about this. I know about it, but I want to so, hear about it. This weekend, I went down to Kerrville, Texas. Oh, Kerrville. Oh, Kerrville, and I got certified as a Reiki level one practitioner. So, yes. in case we didn't think I could get any more. <laughs> Hippie woo woo. <laughs> it just happened, Maybe and I'm name? really excited for it. And I've been telling all my friends and family, I'm like, come do a session. I'll do Reiki. And they're like, what's Reiki? I'm like, I don't know, but it's really awesome. <laughs> and <laughs> let's just do it. But I'm, I'm a level one, so. But I'm a level one, and I'm totally qualified to do this. So, because, I mean, it's more of an, it's a very experiential thing right. not just something that you can necessarily explain so mm -hmm. yeah it's it's pretty great it's pretty great how many levels are there <laughs> there's three okay yeah like cicerones <laughs> yeah yeah at level three which is considered a reiki master you're able to um teach others how to do reiki so with reiki one i'm able to do Per, like facilitate Reiki with others and like for myself and, and all that. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you're like, you're like certified Reiki poor at level one. Something like that. That's a Cicerone joke. I think, I it's think, not a good Cicerone joke. I think that would sum it up. I can facilitate it. I can help guide the energy. With uh, Which is really fun. With microphones in front of us and we're in the truth circle. Oh. Would it be weird if you did Reiki with me? No. Would that not be weird? No. Okay. Could our relationship handle some Reiki? I mean, technically, it's not even my energy. It's just, right. yeah. You're just guiding my it's energy. It's very, I don't, I don't know. I've uh, not done it on a whole lot of people. I, yeah. I did do a session on my dad yesterday. Okay. So that was great. That was fun. I still have no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so just a high level, high level overview. <laughs> Reiki is essentially, um, basically, facilitating um, energy that is used to help relax you, mm -hmm. that then helps your body to heal itself. Okay. Like, if you look it up on Wikipedia, it definitely considers it a pseudoscience. Um, okay. But at the same time, there's a lot of stuff that's considered pseudoscience that, I mean, tends to work. And even if it's a placebo. Yeah, it still works. I mean, honestly, <laughs> our brains are pretty amazing. So, you know, we're just going to sit with that. You're welcome, podcast world. <laughs> so I told, you about the, I told you about the last time I did Reiki. And I've, I've enjoyed it. I've only done it two, maybe three times. And I've gotten a lot of, I got a lot of benefit out of it uh, in, in tandem with going to like a regular therapist. Like I, I just, I've got a lot of benefit out of it and I really, really enjoyed it. The last time I went and the person that I went to, I thought was great. And I'll never say a bad word about her. 
the last time I went, at the end of the session, I mentioned something about playing music. And she goes, do you play in a band? I was like, yeah, I play in a band. She's like, that's where I know you. <laughs> Did it get weird? And she, and she All of a sudden, she was me. a fangirl. Yeah, well, she wasn't a fan, but it was just weird. Like, She's wearing your now she knows it about me. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, man, now you know about me. <laughs> She's going to start uh, stalking you now. Well, and so it's also, so now I'm really overthinking it because after that, the pandemic happened and she just wasn't taking clients. And so the last time I saw her is whenever she called me out and said, oh, I know who you are. And then I just haven't seen her again. And so now I'm like, oh, my God, is she thinking that I'm never going back to her? Like, so I need to I need to go back to her just to at least clear the air, I guess. That's it. Not an actual session. Just like schedule a thing and be like, "Okay, we've just got to talk. Hey, I know that you might have thought that we left on a weird note, but we didn't really leave on that weird of a note. Um, and she probably never thought about it. She again. probably never thought yeah. about it yeah. again. But you know, I'll bring it up. There you go. For uh, for fun. <laughs> for s words and giggles. <laughs> <laughs> One of these days, I'm going to swear on this podcast, and it's going to be. I just fantastic. love that I'm the the sailor in in the midst of the three of us. We all know how it goes. We all know how it you goes. You know, you just you just got to say stuff. You know Colin, what? You got to say stuff. What is your favorite swear word? <laughs> yes. You don't have to say it if you don't feel comfortable. But please, do tell. I think I've heard you swear once. <laughs> once, yeah. Yeah. What is your favorite swear word? <laughs> and if you say shucks, then that's fine too. That's perfectly acceptable. Uh, I don't know. I don't I don't cuss all that often. I like to, to hold it in for a time that it's well needed. <laughs> <laughs> and when it's well needed, what is that favorite word? <laughs> I think I think uh, cluster F is a fun one to say. Cluster oh, F that's is a good. good. One. That's a good. I mean, if you're gonna have one, yeah, I like that one. That's a good. That's a good building yeah. one. Yes. <laughs> I love it. I still prefer the uh, the sacrilegious ones the most. Just because I don't know that releases the most endorphins for me. <laughs> Your like, own like, personal sticking it to the van. Yeah, like saying the GD really gets me, or the JFC. I enjoy that a good deal. <clears throat> I relish in that. I relish in those words, um, and it probably offends some people. <laughs> it does offend some people. <laughs> I've had people confront me <laughs> about how it offends them. <laughs> but boy, it feels good, and I don't know why. Evie, being 10 years old, just makes sure we all know when we cuss. So it's really great. She'll, like, when, you know, my husband and I are, he's worse than I am, which I give him a run for his money. But it never fails. I'll say something, or he'll say something, and she'll look at us and be like, seriously? (laughs) We're like, okay. Good conversation every time. She calls our friends out, everybody. Yeah, I must say, I like it when she calls John out. Uh, yes, because that is the best. Also, I mean, yeah, he he'll swear, you know, like he's got no problems with the swear word, but he's also one of the loudest people I've ever met. And so, even just a normal a normal conversation, uh-huh. he's already kind of here. Yeah, <laughs> she also calls out Mike Goldfuss all the time, <laughs> which is great. Yeah, and Mike- I love I love his reaction because he's like, yeah, and then he'll just keep cussing. <laughs> Mike is known to Mike is known to go on a tear. Like, he'll just start and then doesn't know where to stop. <laughs> yes. <laughs> just, it's so great. 
Uh, it's probably not good for like his heart health or whatever for him to be like. Maybe he should so be so worked up. <laughs> but it's fun for me to watch. <laughs> I get a kick out of it. When hey, I'm, Tim's uh, watching. When I'm watching that. Hey, Tim. Oh, hello, Tim. Tim's a good guy. We like Tim. Tim's uh, good at bowling. Is Tim, Tim good at bowling? Tim is good at bowling. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We found that out. That uh, that happened during our during our break. We had a fun little um, employee outing. Yeah, that was fun. We did like our, our Halloween Halloween holiday party. Yeah, our holiday party. Later. It was great. Yeah, I uh, went to bed before everyone else did. Yes, you did. You just kind of disappeared. I disappeared whenever y'all went to go play bowling, because um, I am an old man, and I wake up really early, <laughs> and everyone just started hitting the liquor real hard. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't know what to do with it. It was very interesting to watch it all. Yeah. <laughs> I was on call uh, for a birth at the time, so I was an innocent bystander. <laughs> it was great. It was good fun. Mm. All right. Oh, man, the uh, the Baylor game is playing, and so I'm going to be having a hard time not watching that. <laughs> Colin, what's new with you, man? Um, I actually celebrated a birthday about a, about a week ago. Well, so. happy, happy birthday, birthday to you. Yeah. Thanks. But, you're uh, older and wiser. Uh, at least a year older. There you go. <laughs> uh, but yeah, just uh, it was on a Sunday, so kind of kind of low key day. But uh, made it over to Dallas and hit up a few breweries that I haven't gotten to go to in a while. Uh, Pedicolas, I think, had just been back open for maybe a week or so. They've been closed for almost uh, a year to all um, dine in, I guess, brewery inside insideness um, yeah and then uh, celestial and then actually Pegasus City has a new downtown brew publication uh, that mm. I didn't get to see yet um, and then also picked up uh, a few a uh, few vinyl records so that's my my, my hipster check for the <laughs> excellent, <laughs> excellent for the episode what uh what records did you get um, so actually I was looking for they actually had just recently released uh, Chris Cornell had done some covers i guess over his career that had never been released okay uh but i think yeah, he passed away a few years ago so i thought that was coming out last week and actually came out a few days later so i actually had to order that one but also uh picked up some uh, saint paul and the broken bones and then um uh, old 97s oh, nice. very nice so I don't, i'm okay. trying to build up a, a vinyl collection i don't have too many but whenever i get a chance i try to pick up a few here and there hey no time like the present to start. Yeah. This is true. I haven't listened to my record player in a very long time, and it's disappointing. It was me. very sad. Right before we moved, we were trying to listen to all of our records and basically, like, you know, just see if there's any that yeah. we could let go of, <laughs> go you know, as you yeah. do when you move. I think we let go of one out of a lot. So made a really big dent in that situation. But in the midst of it, the, the um, yep, one of the pieces broke. So it wore out, and I'm pretty sure the whole thing is kaput. So we had to, we have to order a new record player, oh. which is kind of <laughs> sad. <laughs> also kind of fun, though, too, because now it you get is. to buy a, all the buy possibilities. A new, all the possibilities. All the possibilities. Yeah. <laughs> That's, I'm too easy. I'm too easy to go to that, to, like, Oh, this is broken. Buy a new one. <laughs> I mean, we definitely bought a few parts to try and fix it, and mm-hmm. none of it worked. So, yeah. What are you gonna do? Well, so long. Yeah, buy a new one, which sucks. Yeah. They just don't make them like they used to. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta, I gotta try and figure out how to fix. So I've got a, an old console that I think is from the late '70s, early '80s, 
that's got lights happening underneath it. It's got, so it's just essentially just Christmas lights behind like a opaque sort of like plastic screen. Oh, Does that make any sense to where it, it yes. looks like, looks like roller skate, like roller, mm-hmm. roller town vibes uh, and the lights dance to the music. And so technically it works. It will play music, but it plays at like half the speed. Oh, yes. <laughs> So everything just sounds like <laughs> so it's it's kind of a uh, kind of creepy uh, the way it the you way should it get, you should get an Alvin and the Chipmunks album <laughs> and they probably will sound like the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> this is my theory. Please do it. Okay, I can make that happen. It'll sound like the Gaither Vocal Band or something. Yes. <laughs> that would be awesome. Bye, bye, bye. <laughs> bye, bye. <laughs> I think that would be hilarious. Hmm. I would be very interested to know how that experiment ha- goes. So. I, we, had it, we had it at the last one of the other breweries I used to work at, and I would put on Bob Marley, and Bob Marley sounded like even stonier than he normally does. All the time. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was super interesting. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was, uh, it was pretty good. Um, I'm trying to think of what. Oh, so Rachel and I went to Houston uh, a couple weeks ago. That's that's why we had to miss the last one that we did, the last podcast. It was my fault. Rachel and I went to Houston, or as she hates it for it to be known, Houston. <laughs> How was your trip? My trip was great. We normally go down there. Um, normally go down to uh, the Brenham area uh, once a year to go check out Blue Bonnets. Uh, this year, or last year, we didn't get to go, obviously, because of pandemic times. Right. Uh, this year, we went, we didn't really see a lot of Blue Bonnets uh, just mm-hmm. because the storms uh, yeah, They were delayed. They yeah. were very I delayed. I saw a ton coming back from Kerrville. Yeah. But yeah, so they're definitely late. Yeah, they're out now, but they, they were not there when, when we were there. Um, but I also got to uh, go see uh, my sister, who lives in Katy. And so I got to uh, visit with my sister, uh, for a little bit, uh, we went to uh, St. Arnold, which was my first time to go to St. Arnold. Nice. So finally made the pilgrimage. Uh, then we went to a couple other places where now I'm drawing a blank. I think one of them was called True Anomaly. That was fun. I think another one was called Equal Halves. And then another another brewery that now I can't think of. Um, oh, Eighth Wonder. I don't know why I blanked on Eighth Wonder. Eighth Wonder was great. All of these breweries were so, so good. Uh, and they all showed us um, just a lot of hospitality, uh, a lot of a lot of good times. Um, I can't go to a brewery empty-handed, of course, so I brought beer, um, and that was paid in kind, and so that was very, very kind of these people. Uh, yeah, just had a good little, good little weekend away. Awesome. Nice. Quick little trip. That was my first time to Houston as an adult, as an adult person. I was going to say, I've only been to Houston maybe two or three times, and only once as an adult, but didn't really get a chance to visit I any breweries. I avoid it, typically. But, you know. Yeah. I would go back just because we were only there for, like, a day, for, like, right. eight hours. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I didn't give it a, a fair shake. Right. Yeah. Um, but in the time that I was there, I kind of understand why there's a rivalry between Dallas and Houston. <laughs> Absolutely. I kind of get it. You know. <laughs> At least we have fewer sinus infections up here. So. <laughs> That's true. A little less muggy. <laughs> it's a little less muggy. Yeah. So much mugginess. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, and we went, yeah, right before 
I imagine all the mug mugginess happens and all the pollen and all the allergies. Ooh, yes. It probably could have gotten could have gotten real bad. Are we heading into like cedar season? Something I think like we might that. be for down in that area. I think we yeah. get a little bit of that up here, but not near what they do. Yeah. The cedar fever. Mm-hmm. Cedar fever. Mm. Yeah, my uh, my car was definitely yellow uh, this week. Yeah. Hey. So we're getting we're getting. There. I know a guy. <laughs> I can clean it and do a real real great job. Oh shucks. <laughs> I have to uh, clean Stubby's delivery van this week. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I told Stubby I would clean his delivery van for <sighs> for for a steal. So I get to clean Stubby's delivery van. That's awesome. That'll be fun. It'll be fun. Yeah. Great. It'll be a it'll be a great time. So before we get to this interview here, um, Amanda, what do we have coming up at, at Funky Picnic that the people need to know about? So. Um, actually, I'm really excited because with the winter storm back around Valentine's Day, we were supposed to have an outdoor market, Wandering Roots Market. And so actually, this Saturday, we are finally getting to redo it. Um, and it should be much more incredible weather versus, you know, highly windy and snowing. Um you know, some things just aren't comparable when you're standing outside. But, yeah, we have some awesome, awesome vendors coming out for that. Um, we have kind of our, our normal lineup that we've really been having a blast for. Monday nights, um, we're continuing our Star Wars um, Star Wars movie night. Um, on Tuesdays, we have Bad Bitch Bingo, which is so much fun. If you've not come out for it, it's pretty awesome. That's one I um, want to stay late for. I've heard so many good things about so how, much how great fun. it is. Yeah. It's so hilarious. Um, what a great time. And then trivia, which is always fantastic with Tall Bearded Guy. Um, what else we got going on? Oh, it's Easter this weekend. So... Um, actually, we last year we had a really fun time doing um, our Easter baskets for adults, which are crawlers and candy. And so we are actually doing that again. Um, so you can uh, hop on, I believe, after tonight. Um, hop on and, and buy yours so that you can pick it up later this weekend and have it ready for Sunday. Um, because you know what? We all need our own Easter basket. Um, so that's pretty great. And then, uh, but we are also closed on Sunday for Easter. So that way our staff can enjoy time with their family and all that good stuff. So it's kind of a little expose. Lots going on. That's true. We've, we've, um, these past couple of weeks, these past three weeks have been like super encouraging just yeah. because we've had so many people in. We've been, Really, really busy. Uh, and we've only been at 50% occupancy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, and this is kind of new territory for us because we weren't open this time in 2019. And this time in 2020, we were shut down. So, I mean, the next, you know, month, month and a half or so, it, we've never been fully open. Yeah. Yeah, up until, uh, up until about June. Yeah, we've, yeah. yeah it's, it's new. So, yeah. Two, two years brand new. Yeah. <laughs> so have an anniversary of our anniversary yeah. that we That's never true. had got to have that i think is going to be fun it's going to be really great yeah. we, we haven't i don't i don't think we've started planning that in real earnest yet but we've been tossing ideas around yeah and i think it's oh, yeah. going to be a lot of fun really excited about this i've got a <laughs> yeah it's going to be a rager it's going to be an absolute 
rager um, for some of us. See, this is what I'm saying. When I worked at Starbucks, <laughs> what we would do, I think I've told everyone this it before. It all comes back to Starbucks. It all comes back to Starbucks. What we would do is when one store wanted to have a celebration or a meeting or a party or a get-together, uh, we could go to other stores and say, do you have people who can support, you know, who can like mm-hmm. come and work the store mm-hmm. for us, which is a great idea. I wish we could do that with breweries. So that way we could say, hey, we want to celebrate our anniversary. Can you bring people over here to, like, run the store while we all just celebrate? Oh, see, that'd be smart. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that way, like, all of our staff could celebrate with us as opposed to, like, working. But. Yeah. Whatever. (laughs) I guess that's just not. In a perfect world. I guess that's the way it would be. Uh, And then we also have uh, our collaboration with Vector Brewing Company uh, releasing this week called The Aforementioned Fall from the Eternal Sky, (laughs) which is not one of my names, but it is one of my favorite names. Uh, Tommy from Vector, the brewer at Vector, came up with that. Um, And it just makes me so happy. Is it it a reference to something, or is it just he came up with it? It, It's something that he just came up with. Uh, He used to write metal lyrics. Oh, well, there you go. (laughs) So I don't know know if that's one that he had used previously or if that's just one he had on the docket somewhere. Yeah. But the aforementioned fall from the eternal sky <laughs> is a smoked pecan hellas. Uh, I'm, I'm really happy with the way it turned out. I think it's a great beer. Um, I let the guys, the guys try it from Vector. They were all really happy with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Well, speaking of Vector, it's their, uh, their anniversary uh, this coming weekend. This coming so. week. Are you going to go? Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll, be I'll be there. I got to work here in the evening, but I'll try to make it kind of first thing yeah. on Saturday. So. Rachel and I are going to go. It's going to be a blast. Uh, I've been telling people they're my new favorite Dallas brewery. Uh, I have a lot of love for a lot of breweries in Dallas. But in terms of, like, new breweries coming up, they're my favorite. Mm -hmm. I think they do a great job. Their location is super cool. Uh, Great guys. Couldn't ask for better guys uh, working that place over there. I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. Cool. Um, All right. Do you want to do this interview? Let's do it. You want to play this Roll interview? that beautiful bean footage. Speaking of uh, great breweries and great people that we love. In Dallas. In yeah. Dallas. <laughs> uh, we're going to show an interview that I shot over the Zoom with Matt Reynolds from uh, Celestial Beer Works uh, about our collaboration that's currently on right now called No Clear Liquor Until Opening Day. So good. It is mine. a sour <laughs> IPA. I might go get myself one. So uh, tasty. During this. Celestial, during this honestly, it was... One of the first, so I was very anti IPA for a very long time. I just couldn't drink them, and their IPAs were like mm-hmm. the first ones that I was like, "Oh, oh, like oh, I can drink these." Yeah, they were my gateway IPAs. Mm. No, every, everything he, everything he touches is gold, or at least everything that he releases is gold. He might make bad stuff and dump it, and is golden, yeah. and is <laughs> and is golden, <laughs> golden slumbers. Um, all right, so we're going to go get a beer. You're going to watch this interview. It's going to be fantastic. Here we go. So the goal of this is to be able to have something that we can show uh, to the people during the live stream so that uh, they can, you know, we'll interrupt uh, what we're actually talking about, and then we'll bring you on, and they'll get to see your uh, your smiling face, and we'll talk Sweet. about talk about our beer. All right. I also uh, I also like to use a microphone like this so it hides my face so no one gets to yeah I was I was wondering what was going on there <laughs> no one, no one gets to see this there's probably nice. a way 
you know what? I bet there's a way that I could actually just mount mount the microphone. Oh yeah, but yeah. that would be that would be too difficult. So we're talking right now to Matt Reynolds of Celestial Beerworks. Right? Howdy, how's it going? Yep, that's me. I think I've I think I've called you Celestial Brewing Company, like in all of the stuff I've written down for our beer. <laughs> You know how many people do that? It's fine. It's easy. It's much more uh, simple, simplified. Um, yeah, it gets pretty. It gets pretty convoluted. Beer works, brewery, brewing company, whatever. Yeah. We'll answer to any of them. So, I, I appreciate your patience. Yeah, anytime, anytime. It was no one problem. of those. It was one of those where I woke up in the middle of the night and I was like, "Oh shoot! I don't think their name is Brewing Company. I'm pretty sure it's, it's Beer Works." I think technically our LLC. He is brewing uh, celestial brewing, and I think it's just de- we're doing business as celestial beer works. So, you know, there you go. You can, we we answer to both. There it's all legal. Mm-hmm. So how how has your Monday been then? Uh, not too bad. We've been uh brewer brewing an IPA. We transferred some IPA. Uh, pretty much all things IPA as normal at, at celestial. So, um, but yeah, mostly just getting getting caught up from the week, figuring out what we ran out of, and uh. You know, we recently, I think we've kind of discussed it, you know, everyone's seen a, a uh, you know, demand pickup in the last few weeks. And um, we're all kind of getting, you know, playing catch up, you know, trying to keep beer in the tanks, trying to keep beer in cans too. So, but yeah, all in all, not too bad. That's, uh, that's definitely been the case over here. Uh, this weekend, we ran out of both Mexican lager and Pilsner. Uh, and now, and so that, that's two of our three light lagers. <laughs> <laughs> Kolsch is the last one, and Kolsch is barely hanging on. Uh, uh, that's what I have in the tanks right now. Like those are the three beers <laughs> that are like on right. deck, right. Um, and I'm rushing the Mexican lager as fast as I can, yep. um, as fast as I feel comfortable. You know, rushing, yeah. <laughs> rushing yeah, a lager, rushing a lager. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we've got a Hellas coming out this week, so it's kind of a like a, pro- a starter beer for our Italian pills. So kind of use that to grow up some yeast to. Uh, you know, ferment the big boy with. So we'll do a double batch of that one. But yeah, I hear you. Even lager for us is getting, we got one lager on tap. So yeah. See, that's just smart. I like the way that you do that. You take one beer and then you're able to take, or you're able to take like two beers and use them in tandem one to work with the other one. Yeah, That's just smart yeah. brewing, I think. Yeah, it is. It only works out every now and then for us where we're like, all right, well, we can actually, you know, with the hazies, we can't really reuse any of that yeast. So Every now and then we get to save some money, you know, repitching, but few and far between over here. <laughs> so, so tell us a little bit about, about you, Matt, how did you get started? How did you start? how did you start brewing? What's your, what's your brewing lineage? Um, it's pretty, it's pretty short. Uh, yeah. So I, I, I started brewing um, back in 2016 professionally for a uh, uh, Malai kitchen over in a, in a, in uptown. Uh, they were in the process of growing into their second location in South Lake at the time. So I kind of was there helping them, you know, got to see the new location open up and we added on some more, they, they had allocated a little bit more space in South Lake for brewing. So kind of uh, ended up moving up, getting all the brewing operations set up there. And then I was there until I guess 2018. So I was there for about two, a little over two years, uh, basically brewing brewing all the time a lot of very small amount of beer and then helped them open up their fort worth location and um kind of drew the brewery into a little bit uh larger than when we started but 
that whole time we were basically trying to figure out how to how to get celestial open so i think i left malai around april 2018 and around halloween 2018 we opened up celestial so pretty much it's been been slammed ever since just trying to keep this this thing afloat and uh learning a lot so yeah we, we uh yeah we were definitely kind of started at malai but a, little, a lot more hop forward focus uh was what we wanted to do and um so yeah coming to celestial you'll see about six ipas on tap and maybe one lager and stout and a few sours but uh but yeah it's kind of paid off we, we, we've got a good crew here uh we got george he's our lead brewer and we've got uh Travis, we actually got a new Travis runner in our cellar, and we have another cellarman starting um, this week. So you know we, we're a slow growing team over here, but, uh, but yeah, we've been we've been staying busy. Does it feel like it's only been since 2018? No, <laughs> it's been it's it's flown by for sure. It's been a uh, it's been a blur. It feels like it's we've been you know I don't even know anymore. So this is our I guess we started our third year of operation and. Uh, it's just crazy to see because we kind of turning point was like one of our uh, um, sort of a timeline for us or like a time stamp because when they opened, you know, we, I was just starting construction here. And um, so it was cool to see when they hit their three year mark, ours isn't too far behind. Um, but it, it feels like it's been five years. <laughs> I don't even know. Yeah, that's I, yeah, I always forget how close that y'all are to the uh, to the turning point the turning point opening uh yeah and they just celebrated their three years uh, yeah. a couple of weeks ago yeah for sure one thing yeah, i we all get to mm-hmm. oh, oh no we had a great time yeah <laughs> that was a fantastic time together mm-hmm. one thing I, I definitely appreciate about what celestial does is yeah you're you're very hot forward but then you're also willing to you're not only willing to try other styles um but you always execute those styles really, really well. Um, one of the older ones that I remember just really, really loving uh, was that Saison that y'all did. Yeah. Um, that was, that's been a minute. Um, yeah. Yeah. But it was, it was like executed super well. Like it, it didn't like it, you could tell that you had experience in that or that you at least knew what you were shooting for. You know what I mean? Mm. Like yeah. you could tell that there was like a vision behind that. Um, cause I think what, what happens to me a lot of times as a brewer, especially when it comes to brewing hazy stuff, um, mm-hmm. which I, I'll let everyone know. I, I text Matt all the time about hazy stuff and say, Hey, We're can always I, happy to help. can I, can I do it this way? Can I do it this way? And he'll, he's always super, super kind to let me know. Um, I feel like whenever I try and branch out of what I'm comfortable with, it tastes like a guy branching out. <laughs> <laughs> from something no. that he's not comfortable with. <laughs> and so that's why that's why I appreciate. I don't even know I'm I'm making assumptions. I don't even know of like if you're comfortable with all these extra styles. I think you are because it tastes like you are very comfortable with all these extra styles. Think, and that's that's yeah. what I appreciate. Like it, it tastes like it's done by a master brewer and I appreciate that. Well, thank you. That's very kind, Michael. <clears throat> so, now we've I think we've brewed enough of the styles. Like there's definitely styles that we struggle with that I'm always, you know, we, we kind of nerd out on and like are pretty hard on ourselves for, and Saison's one of those fun ones that I think yeah. I learned, honestly, at Malai, we, we, we had one on the menu for a long time and it was basically just, Hey, can we, uh, uh, you know, kind of, you kind of got to let the yeast do its thing on those. So we were like, let's just keep it simple. Let the yeast kind of show it's express all the flavor. And, um, and it's just kind of time. It's, it's, 
yeah, it's it's been a lot different scaling up some of those uh, from the smaller days. But I think we try to we try to get 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 comfortable brewing an, an example of this style, and then kind of where can we take it, or you know, kind of figure out what, how to how to make them better. Because yeah, we're still we're still pretty hard on ourselves about even even doing classic styles. Because you know, people come and drink a pilsner or a lager, uh, you know, they expect one thing, and if it doesn't taste pretty close to that, you know, uh, it gets pretty tricky. So yeah. Do you do you get to uh, experiment like on a pilot system very much, or are y'all are y'all just going to the wall? So, so, yeah, so we pretty much we don't we don't have a true I'd say pilot system. Uh, we do have some smaller fermenters, um, so we've we haven't had a lot of a chance to experiment. Like I guess on like say one barrel batches as much as I'd like to. Um, so a lot of times it's it's just we're like all right like let's get you know let's get the base recipe down and let's like figure out, you know, we know the system pretty well now that it's just kind of getting the malt bill, right. Getting the yeast, make sure that the yeast is going to do what it wants to do. But we've, uh, we do a lot of experimenting with, let's say fruited sours. Cause we'll, we'll typically make a, say, a like a three barrel batch of it. And then we'll just kind of spike it, you know, every which way possible with different fruits. So I feel like that sometimes is a good way for us to at least, figure out maybe a new fruit or a new form of fruit um but with other beers yeah we kind of just just go for it <laughs> so we're just like you know what if it's bad we'll dump it but luckily we haven't had to dump too many but it does happen <laughs> i just had to uh dump uh, our scotch ale um mm. i didn't so much dump it as i donated it to somebody who's going to still it okay distill yeah. it uh so then we'll, yeah then we'll we'll get some like nice spirit out of it i hope we get some nice spirit out of it yeah. Uh, and then figure out what to do with that. But yeah, it was one of those things where I wanted to give it time to age. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was talking to James Harrington at Turning Point about this the other day. And he was like, why do you want it to age? It's like, I just like aging. I think it tastes good. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but in, in the aging process, it picked up some oxygen. And okay. so it just tasted like metallic and stale kind yeah. of. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. We, we had to we had to get rid of it, but that's, that's definitely, I, when we first opened up, we had the one barrel pilot system that was meant for, Hey, let's try this style. Let's perfect it. Let's, you know, and then we'll grow it up from there. And I think that's only happened like two or three times. (laughs) Usually it's just like the one barrel is I've got this crazy idea and we brew it once and then move on. Yep. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Anything else? Like if, like whenever we did the ESB, they're like, "We need an ESB." It's like, "All right, I'm brewing seven barrels of it. <laughs> let's let's see how it goes." <laughs> oh yeah, I think that's part of it. You just gotta. You sometimes just gotta. You just gotta jump in, <laughs> and you know, I think you get enough experience. You've got plenty. You know, we know we know loosely what we're doing. That uh, you know, we don't have to. We don't, we we can trust some instincts there. But, that's but true. I, if I if nothing say, else, we know it tastes yeah. good. Yeah, I will say I think the first the first beer we ever dumped was a was a fruited a fruited ipa uh not even like a milkshake it was just like going to be like a mango ipa and you know i think we were still kind of getting used to working with like fruit and hops and it just didn't i think we just maybe added the fruit at the wrong time or or it was just too much too much going on but it was a it was a rough beer it was and it was a painful one to dunk because we'd put so much stuff into it we're just like you know but it was, but it was just, it just, we gave it time. We tried all, we tried as many tricks as we could and we could never get that beer drinkable. So, uh, yeah, we've all been there. And that, that was, that's where we kind of learned like, 
um, at least when it comes to making fruity, fruity, you know, fruity, hoppy beer, sometimes it's, it's better to let the fruit, let the hops kind of, I think, take the backseat on that, get the fruit. Cause you know, sometimes they can just get too crazy. So, so you haven't had a chance to try our collaboration yet. Mm-mm. Um, Not which yet. is, which is a shame, but like I've been texting you, <laughs> I've been texting you through the process of it. And then yeah. I think it was sometime like last week, right before we tapped it, where I said, holy crap, I forgot that we use Kavike yeast in this. Yeah. <laughs> so that, <laughs> <Right>. means, <laughs> that means that there's uh, lactobacillus to sour it, Kavike to ferment it, and then mangosteen, mango, <laughs> mangosteen to sweeten it, and then Belma to dry hop it. <laughs> there's yep. so yep. much going on in this beer. Yep. Yep. Um, I think it could be a camel but I think it turns out pretty well. Like I, it, okay. it doesn't shrink like a camel. You know what I mean? Okay. Okay. Like mm-hmm. I, th- yeah. I think it turns out pretty well. It's, uh, it's definitely juicy. Uh, and mm-hmm. it's got like a lot of a uh, grapefruit, uh, grapefruit sort of just like a really bright ruby red grapefruit. Cool. Uh, which is interesting. Like because... a little bit of like a uh, little bit of, a little bit of acidity, like bitterness kind of. Yeah. You know, or fruit. Yeah. Yeah. And before I carved it, uh, I was worried about it tasting soapy. Like mm. I, I thought it was going to be soapy, and that's one of my biggest turnoffs on IPAs. Is if it yeah. tastes anywhere yeah. near soap, yeah, I, I can't handle it. Um, but I, I, honestly, I think it turned out pretty well. I wish it had a little bit more dry hop character on it because yeah. I don't, I don't get much. Mm-hmm. But I also think that it's just overpowered from everything else that's happening. <laughs> yeah, maybe so. Honestly, you know, <laughs> it could be, it could be just a good mix. Yeah. Like that dry hop may, may, might act as more of like a spice. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? I can see that. And Belma is cool. We just did a beer with, we have a beer on, I think we just ran on tap. We still have some cans of it, but it was, uh, it was like a Belma and Eldorado hopped beer. And, uh, and it was cool. It's, it's cool to, like, I, I feel like that, that hop does add a little bit more of like a fruitiness rather than like, say like a, a dank, like intense hop flavor. It's more like a pleasant, like soft little like nuanced character. So, but it's, but it's cool. It, it, you get some strawberry here and there, a little more berry, but it's not like, you know, overwhelming. So it may just blend all those flavors together, you know, with all the fruit and everything and all the, who knows. Hey, here's hoping. <laughs> yeah. Here's to it. Here's to it. <laughs> here's, here's to it. Um, but no, like I, everyone that's tried it so far has been really happy with it. Um, cool. And I've, I've had to like ask several people for their opinions because I told you I've never really had a sour IPA and I've certainly never brewed one before. So like it was ticking those boxes. It is sour and it is an IPA. Right. (laughs) right. (laughs) Heading in the right direction. Um, Yeah. Yeah. It's like, that's like, that's half of it. Yeah. As long as it's sour, you got some fruit and hops in there. Um, And it is, it is a pretty broad sour because I mean, some, I feel like it's pretty open, like, from what I've heard is, you know, some guys, some guys claim, some guys do, I guess, blend in sour beer with like a hoppy beer and to create the, to give it the acidity, but not everyone has just, you know, barrels of sour beer laying around <laughs> to blend. So I think, I think it's cool to, it's cool to see like a lot of people do, you know, different approaches to it and stuff like that to, you know, give it, you know, put their own twist on it. So it's, it's, it's kind of a fun hybrid style. Yeah, for sure. Well, and this is a little this is a little inside baseball. Um, <laughs> but I was talking to uh, Beck and Harrington. They stopped by the other day mm-hmm. from Turning Point. They uh, they came by on Friday to have some beers, and you know I let them try it, and they said, "Oh, this beer tastes good. Good luck selling it." <laughs> it's like what the, what the hell do you mean? 
<laughs> and they, they said Turning Point has tried a sour IPA like several times and they can never get it to move. They said for some people, for some reason, people just see the word sour and just won't order it. Yeah. Yeah. We, we've, I think we've only, we've made, we've made two sour IPAs. One of them we made twice. Uh, I think, I think we made the first one, like, I want to say it was like May of 2019. We brewed that beer again during quarantine. And then we made another sour IPA back in the fall and they did okay. Like, I think they were way more fruity than hoppy. So like it was, it turned a few people off because people wanted it to be more of like an IPA than a sour than like a fruity beer. And then some people liked it because it was fruity and not hoppy. So it was like, it was just such a di- weird dynamic for uh, the customer. So I know it's, it's a little bit of a confusing style, but I don't know. I think people were, were, were like willing to experiment, but didn't necessarily know what they were going to get. So I think that's, there's like hesitancy in that style. Yeah, I was going to say, you didn't do me dirty, did you? Whenever you recommended no. sour IPA, it's like, <laughs> watch this guy try and sell this beer. <laughs> well, you told me it was a one barrel batch. I felt better. I didn't feel <laughs> guilty. <laughs> I, I felt some guilt, but not a lot of guilt. <laughs> yeah. No, we, we, we've, we've had a pretty good luck with him here. So hopefully, hopefully, uh, some of the, some of the, some of the, the tricks help will help it move and, yeah, I think I think it's it sounds good from what I've heard and from you know what we've decided to go with. I think I think I think it's uh, I think people will dig it. I think so too. At least too. something new. Mango steen. I have no clue what that tastes like. So I think uh, everyone's everyone's into trying something new. So yeah, I tried a I tried a little bit of it before we put it in, and it was. I mean, uh, it's it's what said on the it's what it said on the website. It was peach and lychee. Mm. That was that was the best way I could think to describe it. It was like yeah. a, a soft, like that soft acidity, a soft acidity you get from a peach with like that tangy kind of lychee sort cool. of, sort of flavor. Um, nice. I thought it was really nice. But yeah, I mean, it's got um, 12 IBUs, which is three IBUs less than our hazy at the moment. Nice. So it's not, it's not super bitter. The tart, I think, um, like it, it's definitely a tart beer, but it's not like so much. Like there's still some balance there. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I just think it ended up being a more complex beer than I might have originally written. <laughs> like I don't know yeah. if I would have if I would have written this style, yeah, or written yeah. this recipe like I did. Um, but I'm glad that you were willing to like try new stuff with me. Yeah, of course. You too. That was I mean, fun. I tell you, that's I think that's the fun part is sometimes not get, you know trying something new when we know how to use all these different tools. It's just kind of definitely a melange of a collaboration, putting all that stuff into one beer. I don't know how better to describe that, but you know, definitely I like the word melange though. Yeah. Yeah. I pulled out my one big word for the day. <laughs> so so that, I got nothing else. <laughs> it's a fruity melange. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are you, uh, what are you drinking right now? Uh, I was drinking was a little bit, uh, oh. some, 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 uh, some pills are, are galactic gondola. So we're, we're, uh, we're brewing more of that tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow and the next day. So that's become sort of our go-to beer around here for the brewers. So if we don't have West Coast IPA or Hellas or uh, Pilsner on tap, we're pretty much not drinking. We're just drinking water. So <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's very much how it works around here. Um, yeah. Although this weekend, I definitely did drink a lot of our, a lot of our collab for sure. Okay, nice. I definitely nice. enjoyed it. Um, and then I didn't get a chance to ask you, uh, in person, 
so I'm going to do it now with a lot of people watching. Uh, how do you actually feel about the name No Clear Liquor Until Opening Day? <laughs> I, th- I dig it. I, I, I like that uh, I didn't have to put much thought into the name and you got it. <laughs> um, I, I, I dig it. I, I, I don't know if I necessarily – I know you're, you're probably more versed in baseball than I am, but uh, I got the reference – and I think the name's <laughs> funny and attractive, and people, you know, I think people get get behind it. So hey I man, like it. That's that's the thing that we hope for is that the names are going to be weird enough that people want to try it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then also, it doesn't hurt to have the name Celestial up there. So hopefully, <laughs> well, people will. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, well, we'll see. Maybe, 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 maybe see, if it, see what it tastes like in Fort Worth versus here. No, I'm kidding. But <laughs> those hazy boys, Celestial. <laughs> I come like, to fucking make, picnic for a lager. Yeah, people are like, can they make anything besides an IPA? <laughs> I hear people like, if I see one more IPA out there, I'm going to quit drinking beer. And it's like, I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> I think we're going to keep making them. <laughs> As it turns out, we're going to continue making this beer. Yeah, yeah. Until people stop drinking it, we'll, we'll keep making it. Hey, that's the way it goes. All right, so but I want to... Open, opening day is, is it Wednesday, Thursday? It's the first. So, yeah, I think that's I think Thursday. That's Thursday. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Nice. April, April Fool's. Are you sure? April Are you Fools. sure? Okay. That's what they're telling me. All right. I was just over. Uh, we went, I took, took, we took our, uh, took a family trip yesterday over to Arlington for the, uh, we went to the Monster Jam. So, we got to go see some monster trucks. Took our, took Eleanor and Simon, our, our three and four year old. Uh, that's awesome. To, to uh, go watch some monster trucks. So, I got it. I got got a good glimpse of Globe Life Park, which I haven't seen really in its entirety. So um, it looks a lot all, better I'm, on the inside than it does the outside. Yeah, yeah, it definitely has an interesting look to it. But all in all, I'm looking forward to getting back into going to see some baseball games. So I guess now you can go watch a Rangers game without dying in the sun. So this I is what I'm was, saying. It, yeah, yeah. So but I'll lay got, up the clear liquor until opening day. At least until <laughs> Thursday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've got a, I've got my first shot, my first vaccination. I'm getting my next one in like three weeks, yeah. uh, and then I'm going to baseball games. All right. I'll, I'll All wear right. a mask if I have to. Right. But I, I have to go watch. I have to go watch baseball. That's yeah. Yeah. just the thing that I do. I'm ready. What's the, uh, what's the word? Are they, are their capacity still limited on baseball games? Or I don't even. I haven't really kept up with it, but I believe, and I'm only like. 75% sure, but I believe it's 100% capacity for opening weekend. And then they're okay. bumping it down to like 25% capacity. Okay. 100% opening weekend. All right. So, and it might be 100% all the way through. I was talking to a buddy and I was like, man, I don't know if I'm super comfortable with that. And he said, yeah, but you have to think like the Rangers aren't going to get anyone to come watch them this year. <laughs> like outside, <laughs> like everyone's going to go see the new park. And yep. then the team's going to be so bad that no one wants to like stick around and watch. Well, it's going to be plenty of seats then. So <laughs> that's true. <laughs> you and I, you and I will catch a game. Do you want to catch a game? Let's do it. Always let's, down. Let's catch a game. That'll be fun. I'll, um, what I want to do is I want to go whenever the Astros are playing. Let's do it. I want to make sure I'm sitting far away enough from impressionable children. Okay. I want to get like five beers in me. And just yell at the Astros That'd be as, great. as That'd loudly be great. as loudly as I can about how they're worthless cheaters. Oh, that'd be great. I grew up, so I grew. Up, I, I'm from Houston, so you take that back, all right? Astros, 
or a wholesome wholesome team okay uh no i grew up i grew up going to the games in the astrodome and uh and i just remember i remember people just screaming like not like obscenities but just being so excited in the outfield like screaming at the outfielders as a kid it was like it was great they throw you some balls every now and then these are the days so so i'm saying man baseball is the best sport yeah i absolutely love baseball let's do it all right i was gonna play a game with you but we're running out of time so we'll uh we'll play a game we'll play a game with uh with colin and amanda and uh sounds good they'll absolutely love it so uh tell us tell us one more time where we can uh where we can find celestial what's going on what do you have coming up that you're excited about yeah um we've got a yeah this week we've got a beer we haven't brewed in a while called electro squared coming back it's just a double double dry hopped uh double ipa with um uh mosaic and idaho seven we've got our hellas returning this week and we've also got a a new triple ipa which i think is going to be kind of a funny i think molly's going to have some cool stuff with it for social media but it's called hopception so kind of like inception but <laughs> so it's a picture of like a can on the beer can with like disco balls and stuff and i think we're going to try to have some fun with that on social media but uh that's going to be like citra galaxy it's got strata hash or comet hash in it. It ought to be a fun one. So we got those coming up. Uh, next week we have a slushy coming out, uh, which are, we'll see how that goes. We never packaged one, so that's gonna be that's gonna be interesting. Um, but other than that, yeah, we're just yeah we're having fun, just staying. Glad glad people are coming out drinking again. So, and if you're looking for our beer, besides the tap room here in Dallas, uh, we honestly have a good amount of beer in Funky Town, like. Flying Saucer downtown keeps a, keeps a good amount stocked, but uh, Bearded Lady, Sean at Southside Cellars. Uh, there's actually a, you know a few places that right by you. So if you're ever looking to try, anyone's looking to try any of our stuff, there's usually a few bars. Yeah, pull up Untapped or something like that, and you can usually search search our beer and find it. So, dude, a big shout out to uh, to Molly who runs she runs the social media stuff for you. She definitely yeah, does so all the did- photography, right? Well, yeah, so it's her and uh, Sarah. Sarah, okay. uh, Sarah is our photographer. Photographer, the, the so she actually worked for the MLB. She still kind of does, but she she was a she she shot for the Braves for a long time, and then she shot for the Rangers. So some of the photos you see, she probably took of like players and stuff. But uh, that's awesome. So they kind they kind they kind of manage the photos and the sets and like doing all the cool social media stuff. Molly, Molly manages Instagram, Facebook, and then also does all of our art, art direction, all the label designs, all that stuff. So yeah, she's, she's, uh, she's super talented. Very lucky to have her as my wife, I will say. <laughs> yeah, dude, all of, all of the design work is just exceptional. I, I absolutely love it. I'm not, uh, I'm not blowing smoke up your butt. I really do. I really do love it. Appreciate it. Well, we <laughs> love, we love you guys. Love, love the beer. Had a blast brewing it with you. So yeah, yeah pumped, pumped to make it out there and uh, looking forward to uh, another collab soon. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Matt, thank you so much for your time, brother. Yeah. We, uh, we hope you have yourself a, a just a, a great evening there. Of course. Of course. We'll, uh, we will. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll go back to our regular scheduled podcast. So there's just throughout like two weeks. All right. We're back. A lot of sports. A lot of sports. And we're back. <laughs> oh, so many sports. So many, so many sports. I mean, I feel like a bit of a girl whenever I, I'm like, <laughs> get a little begrudged against sports. But I just, <laughs> I just have a real low amount, like a real low bucket mm-hmm. of how much sports I can watch. 
I appreciate that you don't call it sports ball, though. <laughs> or at least not in this moment. It is a bucket. You know you got to fill the bucket. Yeah. you got to fill the bucket. Hey, kids, it's and me. I'm Mr. Bucket. And once it's overflowing, then that's too much. It's fine. Mr. I actually bucket. do enjoy sports, <laughs> but not all of them all in one week at the same time over and over and over. I get that. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. I think that's fair. Yeah, we were, during that during that interview, I was watching uh, the Baylor women's game uh, because I know, uh, because I'm a, I'm a Baylor bear myself, and so I want them to win, uh, but also I want to be able to go home tonight, and if Rachel, <laughs> like if they, lo- if, if they lose, I will have to come home tenderly. <laughs> Like very quiet. Hey, hey, baby. Are you Take okay? her some flowers and chocolate. Yeah, it's true. Hey, it really sucks. I know. Just take Gingy home with you, and you'll be fine. It's not a bad idea. It's pretty. It's a pretty good idea. Just like hold him out. Hey, I brought you another cat. Hey. Might as well bring all of them over. Just bring all the cats yeah, over. Yeah, it'll be fine. They right. won't catch on. They won't catch on. All right, so that was our, I'm going to always be disturbed, distracted by people coming into the door. <laughs> huh? <laughs> Someone <Cool>. else. <laughs> All right. So we've got like a couple minutes left, not much time left. But we did, we did mention that we're going to be uh, talking about our favorite springtime beers. So we've had some time to think about this. <laughs> Amanda, what is your favorite springtime beer? I have to be the first person, of course. <laughs> no, I think it's not even a specific one. It's more just like the whole transition out of porters and stouts. Right. It's time. And then it just all of a sudden like fruited beers and like light happy beers. And I don't know, like it just there's a definite shift that happens that. I think is really nice. Like you're you're starting to do yard work, so therefore you want something that's more drinkable and light. Um, so it's for me, it's not even a specific beer. It's more just like that that very distinct style change than palate change that happens with the season. I like that. That's a great answer. And there's my answer. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great answer. I'm happy with that answer. Colin, what about you? What's your yeah, favorite? Yeah, I'm kind of kind beer? of in the same kind of logic there. I'll I'll, I'll name out an actual style, but yeah, definitely a hefeweizen for me. But for kind of the same reasons. Yeah, yeah it's it's starting to to warm up, and in Texas it gets warm pretty fast. So you want something yeah, a little bit lighter, but maybe not as light as you know maybe like a, a pilsner or a hellas or something like that. So maybe something maybe a little bit more you know fuller body, maybe a little bit of sweetness. So yeah, hefeweizen. Yeah, so outside of Ours, um, you know, if I've been to Austin recently, you know, uh, Live Oak, Hefeweizen, or some of the H-E-B oh, stores yeah. around here carry yeah. that, or even um, Allstott's, their Hef is is really good as well. That's a, uh, yeah, that's an underpraised Hef, I think. Allstott's Hef is real nice. I really like that one. You know what I like? I like a Scotch Ale or a uh, Bach. Yeah. I don't know why. Good it's a little, a little maltier, a little darker. Yeah. But I love myself a springtime box. It's still a transition, though. It's, it's a still transition. Not a, it's, it's not as heavy. Yeah. yeah. So long as it's not a doppelbock. <laughs> so, long as it's not, so long as it's not a doppelbock. Although I do feel like I didn't get overwhelmed by the amount of stouts and porters that I had this year. And I feel like I didn't have near as... I don't know if it's just the specific ones I got my hands on or if there's another shift happening in the brewing world. But I feel like... Um, they weren't as sweet and syrupy this year. 
Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe both. I don't know. I felt, and again, it could just even be my own palate shift. But for a couple of years, I just couldn't drink any of them because they were so syrupy sweet. And this year, like, uh, I don't know. I felt like I got my hands on a lot more just like very roasty, malty, yeah, yummy stuff that was great. And I very much enjoyed it. Yeah, there's it's a, a good winter season. Somebody, somebody brought us uh, some beer, which is very, very kind of them. But one of them was like a very, very, very syrupy. Mm. Very syrupy stout. And I saw that a lot of them were missing. And I was like, I wonder if the staff really enjoy this (laughs) or if they just saw the label and like, yes. (laughs) Maybe that was the holiday party. Maybe that, maybe that was the holiday party. There's up. (laughs) But yeah, I was like, I want to talk to the people who drank that. (laughs) So what did you actually think? (laughs) Is that good? Or did you just trade it or (laughs) (laughs) what did you, what do you think of that? Did you put it on waffles? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, cook, cook it down a bit, and yeah, I don't know. I, I made a reduction. <laughs> made a cake out of it. Yeah, <laughs> made a cake out of it. Oh goodness! All right, well, guys, we have been drinking on a blanket. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. We plan to be here in two weeks, unless there's a snowstorm or a spring break. Uh, <laughs> plan to be here in another in another two weeks. Um, so if there's a snowstorm in two weeks, I am quitting Texas. <laughs> quitting Texas. Just quitting it. That's fair. Yeah. Texas deserves it at that point. I mean, come on. <laughs> oh, oh, yesterday yeah. was the anniversary of the big tornado that came through Fort Worth in 2000. Oh, wow. Was it really? It was. I didn't know that. Okay. And Happy I was anniversary. like, well, shit, we're in, <laughs> we're in tornado season tornado now, season. guys. Yep. Okay, cool. It could happen anytime. Could happen. It could happen right now, even though it's like blue skies, <laughs> not a cloud in sight. Just wait five minutes and it'll turn. <laughs> all the stress. That is true. So you all are welcome for all that stress <laughs> I just <laughs> gave to you. So welcome. All right. Uh, don't forget. Um, let's see. Don't forget about our trivia on Wednesdays, our bingo on Tuesdays, our new beer coming out this week on Thursday. Uh, and then our fancy new sandwich, which is the Beastie Stevie Chicks. Stevie Chicks, and don't forget rolling at you next tomorrow. <laughs> Pay attention to the Instagram for this uh, hot new reel coming at you. It's gonna be the best you've ever seen. <laughs> it's gonna be clucktastic. <laughs> Do you get it? It's gonna be excellent. It's gonna be excellent. <laughs> you won't want to run afoul of this Instagram reel. Let's see. Do you got one? No. I think you've done enough. All right. Well, we'll see you in two weeks. My name's Harper. I'm Colin. And Amanda. And we'll be seeing you soon.